0: Da, 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 da,
1: da, 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 da! You sound insane. Yeah. It's showtime. That's
0: fun. Hey everyone. Welcome back into the Mad About Movies Podcast for another week here. Welcome to the Mam Fam. Welcome to the VIPs. Welcome everybody in between to this episode in which we'll be talking Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Mm. Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't doesn't hurt, Beautiful. Does it live up to the to the title? I mean, it's it's certainly golden, and it is. <laughs> yep. So just,
2: many circles. Gosh. Whew.
0: There were yeah. plenty of circles. Okay, I just wanted to make sure they had mm. enough circles because uh, <laughs> can't advertise circles and not come through. Right. Very um, serious about circles here. <laughs> the circle was a big. We loved down. the circle. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, good to have you guys back. Um, I didn't make this movie. So you guys are going to be reviewing know, it, rare. but um, yeah, it was way too long to fit in this week. We had um, a Monday night game this week. Monday's normally my my day to go screen stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, that threw a kink in things, and then um, a lot going on, couldn't make it work, um, but I will see it eventually, maybe give my thoughts sometime, but uh, yeah. we did talk Kingsman. Um, I tried to go back and rewatch Kingsman. Couldn't make it through. Tried like twice. I was like, I can't do this. Um, <laughs> you liked it when we originally reviewed I, it's it. It's fine. Right? It hasn't held up uh, okay. really well. I think they yeah, waited they definitely watchable. waited too long to make the sequel, if I could say that. Um mm. I know it two was two years. I know it was apparently. number one to uh uh this weekend. It only made like thirty three thirty five million dollars, something like that. Um in a very non competitive weekend. And I like the first one. You know, it's got some creative flair. Uh, I thought I thought they could have something there. They obviously overstuffed the sequel. If you're asking me, when they're just throwing everybody into it, um, it at the rewatch, it seemed like they were just like, let's do Ender's Game, but with James Bond or something like that, or Men in Black with James Bond. Um, it um, it has some flair to it. The Matthew Vaughn aspect, I I like, but. Um, Every time I watch his movies for the first time, I really like it, and then they get worse with every rewatch. So he's got that, that uh, going against him. But I'm anxious to hear y'all's thoughts on it. I know that'll be good. Um, y'all sat through the two and a half hours, at least you did, Brian. Mm-hmm, I know Richard did. Yeah,
1: I did. I did by accident. I kept meaning to leave. fell asleep, got distracted. The <laughs> next thing I know it was over, and I was like, oh, all right. Well, yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, very cool. So, yeah, I guess... I'll be around for Kingsman three, you know, when that
1: happens. Yeah, Made a platinum p- circle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, when do they cross this over with Now You See Me? Because in the I and the Kingsman, oh, goodness, and the what Statesman, a, and however many.
2: What a time the
0: R.I.P.D. comes in, comes along, and then Jeff Bridges is in is in both, and then we find out Ruffalo was the uh, Kingsman the entire time. It's like wait. <laughs> I just can't wait for that cinematic universe. Why, aren't, why don't they have us coming up with cinematic universes? That's what I want to know. Where's the Mad About movie cinematic universe? That's what I, that's what the people really want, right?
2: <laughs> just Magruber crossing over fast,
0: fast, fast and furious with McGruber, with Spectacular Now. <laughs> It'd be great. People are going to love it. It's going to sell tickets. That's what it's going to do. People um,
2: will be so I confused cried. by the cup, the movie. Right? Just, no one will know I, what to do. But the performance, <laughs> I actor, cried a yeah, little bit
1: actor. when McGruber accidentally blew up the cup. <laughs> like I didn't see that coming, and I was cup,
2: <laughs> cup, you <okay? laughs> cup. You okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. That
1: <laughs> so Luckily, glorious. Mark Ruffalo and his gang of wizards brought <laughs> cup back to life, and then cup was the eye all along, which mm. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That was the twist of a century just (laughs) when the cup just sat on that pony on the carousel it was while pony Pony (laughs) we brought it full circle (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah
0: see well we got stuff to talk about tonight i'll be joining you guys uh now and then give my recommend and then hop off and you guys will carry on the torch through the kingsman but uh there's stuff to talk about a lot of trailer talk tonight that we can get into. And uh, there's, I guess, the biggest movie news bit that we can discuss is there's this news regarding Martin Scorsese's next project, and that involves Leo, who he has worked with obviously numerous <laughs> times, Leo DiCaprio. And not familiar? I don't. I'm not sure who that is. But <laughs> don't <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Not aware. And another biopic for Leo, uh, but this one's gonna be Teddy Roosevelt. So, mm. teaming up yeah, with—I don't know what the source material is on this. Richard, do, can you give uh, us some background? Yeah, it's the
1: Ed, this has been in the works for like 15 years, okay. and it's uh, kind of waiting for Leo to come of age. It's it's from the Edmund Morris trilogy, um, which is the which I read earlier in the year, and it's 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 great. Um, but it's uh, it's the rise of the. Let's see if I can get this right. The rise of Theodore Roosevelt, which covers his um, rise to the presidency. And ends with him finding out he's now president due to an assassination. Uh, and then, spoiler alert: Gosh, historical spoiler. Uh, oh, no, sorry, oh and then it goes in <laughs> Theodore Rex, which covers his uh, presidency, and then Colonel Roosevelt, which is his uh, post presidency. Edmund Morris is a an excellent biographer, except he did this really weird Reagan biography called Dutch, which uh, has. It's Brian will laugh at this. It's like a biography, and then he has these random chapters where he writes it like a dream from Reagan's point of view. It's really, really bizarre. Uh, but he he's great. And the and the rise of Theodore Roosevelt, I believe, won a Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer Prize, however you want to say it, and is 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 excellent. It's probably the best of the three. Um, and it would be really cool. I, I you know Theodore Roosevelt is one of these people uh, that that lived about forty seven hundred lives in the time we all live one mm-hmm. and there's certainly ample um room and he's a he's a uniquely interesting historical character. So so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how Leo does it. Uh he's 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 whiffed before with, with Jay Edgar. Mm. Uh but uh this is this is really prime source material and i i think scorsese and leo have been working on this i'm not kidding since like 2000 right after gangs in new york mm-hmm. uh so but my my take would be that i think it's going to to probably cover the last um half to third of the book and so they probably wanted leo to be you know in his, to look like he's i think leo's in his 40s now right but i think he still looks like he's 33 mm, so yeah. they wanted him to look like he's in his 30s which took a while because he's such a a baby yeah. face, but has got a, rounder, uh, yeah, he's no, got a rounder
0: face now than he ever has Too, You gotta have a round yeah, face it, to be Teddy. Maybe that's what he's been prepping Teddy. for.
1: Teddy. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he looks like. I mean now I mean we have a we have Gary Oldman. N- n- no more wiry actor than Gary Oldman over the years playing Winston Churchill. So I mean there there's things that can be done, uh certainly, through makeup and CGI. So it'll be it'll be interesting. I think this is this covers a time uh that That the sort of um, this really covers the machine era of American politics, where these political machines in New York and Chicago really ran things, and Roosevelt as police commissioner and then later secretary of the navy's attempts to really bust this up. And it's a really interesting kind of um, unification principle of of American politics, where we can all say, no matter what side you know, in the more divided times, we can all say, "Oh, that's really cool and interesting." It's not really. Uh, it won't. Though it's a political movie, it won't be a political movie if that makes sense. Mm, yeah, unless they choose to read things into it that aren't there. Well, I am excited for one. I wear my Teddy Roosevelt baseball cap
0: proud yeah. daily. Mm-hmm. My, so.
1: yeah, he's he's in my top uh, probably top two or three most interesting he, presidents, uh, and I think he's among the maybe also the two or three best. He's he's really quite good at the job i learned more about him nick offerman
0: did a bit on him in his last book gumption where he talks about just american heroes pretty much and really really entertaining audiobook if you want to if i want to side recommend that but teddy roosevelt very interesting character like you said he lived 68 different lives you know and uh he was very
1: well-rounded a-o-o and yeah, it's funny. It's it's a weird life because I read this Beatles book years ago. Mm-hmm. Um about by Bob Spitz. Check it out if you're a music person. And it's it's really really in depth. I mean, I'm serious. It's like page 212 before John even meets Paul. Like it goes into their grandparents and stuff. But uh I was so excited. I was it took me a whole like 4 months to read it. I was like 20 years old. And I remember being so excited at the beginning like, okay, uh this is really good and interesting. Uh but Oh, I can't wait to get to Beatlemania because that's going to be so cool and interesting and in, in everything. And then I got to Beatlemania and it was really boring because it's just a list of uh, the Beatles walked in here and everyone went crazy, and then they got in a van and then they drove here and everyone everyone went crazy, and then they got in a van and went here. So if you ever want to read this Roosevelt book, it's kind of the same. The the this one, the Rise of Theodore Roosevelt, which Leo and and uh, Scorsese are doing, is super interesting about uh, he, him as a police you know his rise of, as an asthmatic sickly kid through police commissioner and secretary of the Navy and all this stuff and vice president eventually. Uh, And it's super interesting. You go, wow, I can't wait. This is good. I can't wait until he's president. And then it's like a whole book. Theodore Rex of just like, Hey, passed this. And then he talked to this guy and then uh, he walked over here. and Then this person died. And uh, (laughs) you know, and then, and then after he's president, he becomes this explorer and he like goes down South America and he almost dies like 30 times. And it's really interesting again. So uh, don't be disparaged if you ever read the trilogy of the of the Theodore Roosevelt, Edmund M- Morris stories. Uh, the, pre- the Theodore Rex as his president is the most boring one, but that's but plow through until he's old. I recommend it highly. Sorry, tangent. You went up in my wheelhouse, Kent, yeah. and when that happens, you know, well, I don't want it. But I'm done
0: now. I'm going to stay right up in your wheelhouse, Richard. And then
1: Dr. Phil came in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the, doc- the Dr. Phil biopic is going to be riveting i uh, can't wait for that
1: and i um, said to teddy you can't be a rabbit unless you are one right who plays dr phil uh it's jeffrey tambor uh, and
0: he's <laughs> <laughs> yes oh it pays so much for that and then who plays richard though the, the guy that harasses his son the whole movie
1: yeah i don't know who's the eddie rangers yeah, pitcher
0: rich harden dave franco i oh, dare
1: you. <laughs> yeah, it's Franco. <laughs> someone told me I looked like someone the other day, and I was so flattered. And I can't remember what it was, but uh, it was better than Clay Aiken, which is what I normally get. Oh wow,
0: that's that is weird. Yeah, I, you get Conan. I always thought you were Conan O'Brien.
1: I used to. Yeah. I've I was a very scraggly. You uh, need to grow your hair out longer
0: kid. and like flip it up like Conan's, and you'll you'll get that all the time. I promise. Um. Okay. Yay. I was transitioning from. President biopic talk to another president biopic and trailer talk here. Richard, staying in your wheelhouse big time oh my with gosh, this one. This is the best episode ever. Have you, seen, <laughs> you guys just go home. Have you seen the trailer to this LBJ Woody Harrelson yes. biopic? What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, the Rob
1: Reiner one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the two things I've done pretty much all year is early in the year, and a little bit last year, I read the Edmund Morris uh, trilogy of, of Roosevelt. And then starting in about April of this year, and I'm still on it. I've been reading the Robert Caro Caro whatever LBJ masterpiece. By the way, the Edmund Morris Roosevelt books are incredible. They look like poop next to these Robert Caro LBJ books. They're so freaking good and so fascinating and so awesome. I'm looking at them right now. They're beautiful. I just want to touch them. Um I'm on the last one that's there's one more coming, but I'm on the last one that's out so far. And and uh and so LBJ is I mean, just unbelievably fascinating. And has kind of come back in the vogue because everything that uh, Trump, for good and for bad, kind of pretends that he is as this ultimate sort of uh, cutthroat deal maker. LBJ actually was, and so that for better and for worse. So he's a really interesting, and I think we're kind of realizing out of thirty after thirty years of Camelot of JFK that JFK is actually really not that interesting, <laughs> and LBJ is way more interesting, <laughs> and so we're just going to make a ton of movies about him. Um, but this looks terrible. Yeah, it looks I bad. Think. Doesn't it look really? Yeah, bad? I already did I don't one see, with I, Cranston, wasn't it really good? Cranston, by the way, the HBO or one, Yeah, based on the play. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's just, I I think that the error of LBJ narratives is that I, I I just talked about this. So this is you get you guys are just teeing me up. the 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 least interesting part of his life is probably the presidency in terms of how it affects his character. He's much more. Captivating, like the Senate and stuff. He was like the greatest senator ever. So when you put him in the L- in the White House, and that's the whole narrative. It's there's a lot going on. It's Vietnam, and that's really interesting in terms of our country. But in terms of LBJ, if that's your protagonist, he you just kind of I don't know. It's just meh. And it's Rob Reiner. It's like, do you want? I mean, is Rob Reiner the one you want to mm-hmm. making serious, yeah. heavy political? And that. And by the way, everything I said about the Scorsese thing about how it's a really interesting American story and is not necessarily political, um, this will be so heavy. Yeah, it's the exact (laughs) opposite of that. Yeah, Yeah. no question. Yeah, it's so opposite of that. This reminds me
0: of... um, Remember when Bill Murray was FDR a couple years ago in 2012?
2: Oh, yeah. Hyde Park on Hudson? Hyde Park, yeah. Yeah. what
0: This this reminds me of. With just a lot more makeup. (laughs) So, um, I don't know. I like Woody, but I would probably prefer Mm -hmm. the Cranston version. For this it's interesting to get your thoughts though. So people out there, you heard it straight from the person who's read eight thousand pages in the past year on <laughs> FDR and can can attest to uh, to that. But Brian, did you see that trailer? LBJ, you mean? Yeah, LBJ. Yeah, LBJ. Yeah. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm with Richard. It doesn't look like a doesn't look like a great trailer. Uh, you know, I'm I'm interested because I love Woody, but I'm not uh, I'm not super enthusiastic about the project itself. If you're if yeah. you are interested in FDR. Well, excuse me. Um, LBJ. LBJ. JFK. Me off. Yeah. If you're interested in LBJ, you should try to find the audio. There's some tapes out there that surfaced a couple of years ago of him just talking to – he's like placing an order for jeans or something from the White House. There's a jeans company here somewhere around here in Texas that he uh, was, was on hold with them basically, and they just have him talking in the background, and it's – pretty amazing because he's like a sitting president and he's talking about his bunghole and stuff it's really it's really <laughs> entertaining and very yeah he's just he so a, down home and
1: unbelievable. It's pretty great <laughs> yeah so. he went to what is now texas state yeah you know it was texas state teachers <laughs> college at the time you know and he's from you know really kind of he, when i say the hill country it's sort of a trendy everyone thinks oh where they have acl it's like no, they didn't have running water until like the mid fifties, <laughs> right. like this is where he's from. And so like uh he and so it's he's in his rise and just relentless I mean pathological uh obsession with pretty much domination <laughs> mm-hmm. uh is is he is he's the only character that goes from the aforementioned FDR through Nixon. Mm. Think about that. That's like the entire 20th century. LBJ is involved with e- pretty much every person in it politically. <laughs> I mean, it's, he's an unbelievably fascinating character. Again, though, I don't think yeah. uh, the presidency is really the one that, to do it. I, I mean, this might have some interesting stuff in it. He and RFK really hated each other. And I think they're touching from the trailer. It looks like they're touching on that. That might be interesting. Uh, but I'm sure that will be... Um, Really little, romanticized yeah. by Rob Reiner, yeah. and then a little I heavy, think little heavy-handed. They there. sit yeah. in. A, I saw that LBJ and RFK sit in a diner at the end, and and then uh, <laughs> fake orgasms. So that's do weird. they? Uh, it seems like it's been done before. Do they go into how JFK? Uh, I mean,
0: uh, into how LBJ planned the JFK assassination, or is that the Oliver Stone version <laughs> of that's
1: the Oliver the LBJ Stone version. that comes biofave. out later this oh, year. Okay. Yeah, and Chadwick Boseman is an incredible LBJ in that one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was funny.
0: As uh, just imagine, I can't imagine Oliver <laughs> Stone doing uh, another president. But he's
1: he's. Did either of you see the Putin thing he did? I didn't. No, so not, I, I remember that, that though. It, like right? where it's just him talking with Putin for two hours. Yeah, no. it was apparently interesting. Uh, but then it sort of was pushed because the mainstream media, man, <laughs> keeping stuff out of our hands, man. But I don't. I really don't know. I was curious to be It was no, Showtime, know. right? Then of course we yeah. didn't see it. <laughs> right? No one. Yeah. It was on. Yeah, it was on Stars. <laughs> yeah.
2: Showtime <laughs> might be the worst way for me to see something. Like, if you want me to yeah. see something, Showtime might be the worst place to put it. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I. I just like even Stars. I'll figure it out. Showtime is just like this <laughs> lost channel that I don't even know how to get to. I have no clue what they do over there. It's just like, oh, you nope. can add it to
1: your Hulu, I saw. Yeah. So that's exciting. There, I have you know why? Because I have to do that once a year for a month because Sarah, for some reason, is the one person that watches Homeland still. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I make her wait until they've all been put up uh-huh. and then I add it to my Hulu and mm. I say, I will pay five ninety-nine or whatever for one month, but you better and I put her on the clock. I better <laughs> you better watch all thirteen of these in a month, because I'm not paying for two months.
2: It's a pretty dark month, but
0: uh yeah. It is. it is. Brian, what's the verdict on Star Trek and whether it's worth it to buy the CBS for that? Have you watched the the new Star Trek yet? I started to watch I the first s- episode, but I haven't yet, and mm. I'm I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on the CBS thing just well, when, to, when you uh, do just watch this, have this have first your, season
2: <laughs> let us have just your have log. log uh
1: i haven't <laughs> watched it yet. Well, i used to have it congratulate you on being the first customer <laughs> i had it for a while um i had it because
0: of the late show and i had it because they would have football on there too but i think oh, thursday night football started streaming on twitter last year i think it was and so i yeah. canceled it yeah, because I that's announced. what i used to watch thursday night football on uh was was that and I right and I got Hulu, which Hulu has all the Late Show on there. So, uh, yeah. or it had the Late Show, or mo- for the most part. So it was, um, it was one of the streaming services I cut, and I it, it, they start to add up, right. Yeah, totally. It just it
2: gets to oh, where... Totally. Just I only have two Your now, freaking cable,
1: so. you know? I mean... Having Lifetime Go is yeah. getting really... Just for my Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive. Yeah, it's, it's important stuff. It's important but stuff. But they throw in Hallmark. Yeah, Hallmark mm-hmm. on demand so, makes it worth it. In HD. It's in, HD. To it's say, in you know, HD, too. By the way, Kent, low-key, I know you're a cord cutter, but Hallmark, late night, pretty clutch, because they go Golden Girls, bet
2: Golden oh, Girls Fraser back bad. to back
1: every night, ten and ten thirty. Wow. That's Sarah's go to. Yeah, Golden Girls Fraser. And then and then at eleven, two more episodes of Fraser. Can never Very give another Fraser by Hallmark. Hallmark late night Hallmark is low key baller. Side note, somebody has asked
0: us recently why we end our uh, episodes with the theme from Fraser. And um, <laughs> As we can. I think it's because we can, but I think the reason was is that we wanted people that fall asleep listening to the show to think <laughs> that they were watching <laughs> Frazier and uh, like wake exactly. up in a panic, like forgot to turn off the TV, like Frazier.
1: Oh, baby, but, yeah. I hear the blues are calling. Yeah, yeah, that, that's salad why we did it.
0: And So if you've ever fallen asleep with hard dulcet tones in your ears, of and um,
1: you dreamt, dreamt about <laughs> Frazier, you, you know I okay <laughs> imagine getting lost in one of those inception super dreams where it feels like you watched all seven years of or however long it was on probably like 12 you,
2: dude like that show was on
1: forever was, he i saw some stat because he has the record he portrayed the same character uh for like 22 years or something between cheers and and Frasier. it's pretty nuts if yeah. you think about it 11 seasons for for good old fraser and then I think he he came in on Cheers like season three, but that also went eleven years. Yeah. So I think it's like nineteen or twenty years of of Doctor Fraser Crane. <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah. So is it
0: is uh you think I should do it or or wait?
2: Man, I haven't watched the pilot yet. Okay. I've I've made it my way through. <laughs> I I watched some of the terrible ones and have saved Star Trek as like maybe this will be a nice treat for having gotten through Young Sheldon and such. So. I might watch that one tonight or tomorrow, but uh, no, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. I'm excited, but I, I, again, I'm against the whole thing because I just I can't imagine. I just can't imagine a world where, and maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I can't imagine the idea that there are enough people who w- are cord cutters and will you know add this streaming service that is CBS only or like super into streaming who will buy. I think a it'll CBS work. I think. I think. I don't think it'll
0: change. What other networks do, they'll do that. I think Star Trek is a big enough property, and there are enough, like you said, people that have already cut the cord out there that's saying, oh, all I have to do is pay nine bucks and I get the whole new season of Star Trek, and then forever, and then I can get whatever else, you know? Because otherwise, you'd have to have 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 a cable subscription to watch it, which they're definitely not going to do.
2: I know, but the deal is, is like, if you're, for me, like, I have PlayStation View, there's no show on regular. TV that I don't get except for now this because it's only on the streaming service. I'm not spending $10 a month to get this one show. What I expect will happen is if this turns out well, which I think it is, like it's getting really good reviews and people seem to really like it, I kind of expect CBS, their the streaming bit, their numbers will go up really well for the next couple months and then eventually people will be like, why am I paying $10 a month literally for one show because I'm not watching... Mm-hmm reruns of two broke girls or
1: blue Sixty minutes
2: or blue bloods or any of these other things the people that watch cbs cbs has the most dedicated uh listener or listener viewership out there by by far of any of the networks cbs has the biggest fan base if you want to call it a fan base but they're there are also people who are you know over fifty, over sixty, over. I mean, it's those people Uh, are not signing up for a streaming service, not not in not in masses. I don't think. I mean, um, some here and there, but I just don't think it's gonna be. I just don't think it's going to be a huge hit. And so then eventually you're talking, does that sink this show that actually looks like it might be pretty good? Or do they just have to say, well, that didn't work. And so now we're going to move it back to regular TV and and kill the streaming service. I I don't know. I just don't think, I just don't think it's going to work because I'm going to do uh, the I'm going to do what Richard said with Homeland. I'm going to, I'm going to subscribe for one month at the end of the season, watch it all, binge it all, and then be done. That's it. You know?
0: Yeah. The, Thing of, I, I, I guess a lot of people are under the impression that Star Trek Discovery is going to air first on network television and then that episode is going to be only available on the app, right? Like, that's the exclusive on demand home of of that show. All right, it's not going to be on Hulu. You're not going to be able to watch it on the website or any of these other services. It, and uh, that's not the case, though, right? That's it's kind not of actually, yeah, I, it's, it's only they on. on they changed app. It.
2: But as last I saw, and I, I I haven't watched it all yet, so we'll see. But I believe they put two episodes on on just regular TV. So if you have Direct TV or PlayStation View or whatever cable service, you can watch the pilot and the second episode, and then the rest of the episodes. Whether I don't know if it's a thirteen episode or a twenty two episode order, but whatever the order is. You have to have this streaming service nine ninety nine a month for CBS only to get access to this stuff, and I just I just don't think I don't know if NBC pulled that off or ABC or Fox. Like I could see it working. I just don't think I don't think people who stream are not going to pay ten dollars a month. I don't think long term for for CBS's product, you know,
1: Brian. But you also get, and I don't know if you've seen this. There's an alternate history, um, where They have Kevin can wait, but with the original wife, if oh, she li- if wow. she lived, and it's a whole different wow. sitcom than the Leia yeah. Remini one. Man, and you and you get geriatric Sheldon. <laughs> right, what's he like in the old folks home? I think
0: we know what so, he like, what he's oh, like, and it's very unfunny and very annoying, <laughs> and should stop talking we've immediately. Been
1: ki- we've been killing Kent all week <laughs> with these Sheldon pilots. Here's which my by thing. The way, Here's, my you, thing. You, Here's my thing. Subscribe. Hold on. Hold okay. on. If you subscribe to the Mad About Movies newsletter. Brian and I are putting an entire CBS lineup of only Sheldon shows out there. All Sheldon all the time. CBS, Columbia Broadcasting Sheldon.
0: This is a challenge to the listener. Um, Find something funny from the Big Bang Theory. It can be any line, any joke, any bit from any episode of any season. Send me the link, and if it makes me laugh... Then I will send you a Mad About Movies T-shirt. Not gonna <laughs> what? It's not I'm going to happen. It's not going to say I'll like, say it I, has to make me laugh. watch the show. One thing
1: I don't want in the history of the I show. Send it to me. There is you'll laugh there. I it's on a lot in my house mm-hmm. uh, because Olive is a huge fan. <laughs> I don't watch it, but no, it is on a lot. Uh, people to whom I may be soon related to by marriage watch it, <laughs> and uh, and the um. There's one character, the 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 two short people with the, the one with the like '70s haircut, mm-hmm. the little Jewish guy, yeah, and his wife,
2: Wallowitz. Uh, yeah.
1: Wallowitz and his wife both have whoever writes the jokes for those characters is way darker than everyone else that writes the show. (laughs) And sometimes I'll walk by and I will actually laugh out loud because it's this really, you know, they're joke. Those shows are joke delivery systems. There's no real narrative or character development, obviously. And so they're just spitting out punchlines to each other, which is the Chuck Lorre way, which is fine. Not for me, but it's great. Mm. Um, but, uh, But then those two will say something and it it's jarringly dark sometimes, and I will actually laugh. I think yeah. that would make Kent laugh, too, because you're dark like sure. I am. Yeah. doesn't mean it's a good show, Kent. I'm not defending it. I'm saying someone could probably find 30 seconds where you would laugh. I, so I challenge you. That's show. what I'm saying. Is there, if
0: if you're, it's out there, send it to me. I'm, I'm all for being being wrong on this issue, but I've given it a chance. I, I mean, I, I'm serious. I've probably watched five episodes, full episodes. I'm like, I just can't do it. Like,
1: I can't. Yeah. It's... What about young Sheldon? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What about what about um, CBS this morning with Charlie Rose and Shelton?
0: It's very weird though because I'm into that culture. I'm into the Comic Con nerd. Like sitcom, like that's that should be my show, right? Yeah, but, everything it's, no, going but it's not
2: the it's not your kind of humor, though. That's the thing. Yeah, like, I guess I,
0: I like sitcoms, though. I mean, I like yes, I like funny. You, you like, like the every Office kind of and Thirty Rock. No, I like Seinfeld. Kind of I like I like standard three cam yeah. sitcoms. I love Lucy sure. and all that. I mean, I'm I'm totally for that.
2: But you don't like don't th- CBS I, sitcoms. I still like, think it's funny. Thing. It's I, I don't know. It, I agree with you. I thought I, Two I Broke
0: have... Girls had funnier moments than freaking oh, Big Bang that's, Theory. Oh, that's, that's insane. That's you're insane wrong statement. about that. I'll fight you <laughs> on so that.
2: That's so wrong.
0: Uh, I would rather watch Two Broke Girls and Big
2: Bang. Oh my god. Oh my, well, I <laughs> would too <laughs>
1: because they're they're, they're attractive. <laughs> but, that's what I'm saying. Not that it's but funnier. But comedy wise, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch
2: Big Bang. Yeah,
1: there's that's Big
2: Bang Theory is junk food. It's like every week you're going to get a C plus show and it's never going to be better than that. And it's never going to be worse than that. But there's kind of comfort in that. It's like, I don't know. It's like eating a big Mac or something. It's like, I know exactly what I'm getting from this every single time. That's, that's all it is. And that's fine. There's nothing, I mean, I'll, I'll, there's nothing wrong with that. I think if you are looking to that for your, like your comedic baseline, then that's, that may be right.
0: I'm not looking for my television to like, past the time, I'm looking for like my comedy to, to make me at least smile. <laughs> like, it, it ceased sure. to do that. So, the challenge. Hashtag Big Bang Theory Challenge Bazinga. Um, <laughs> send it my way. Okay. Well, my work here is done. <laughs> I'm done with uh, with all that talk, but uh, I guess I gotta get the freaking app so I can watch Young Sheldon, right? For our yeah, Mad About yeah. Movies Pilots episode. No, have you ever wondered it's him... It's him when he's young.
2: Yeah. Do you get it? I don't know if you understood. the. Yeah. There's no laugh track, though. Why are they trying to spin
0: this off before it's even over? Like, don't you wait until Big Bang Theory is done and then try to Uh, do this?
2: It's ending. I I mean, it could end at any time. They greenlit that. I think before, because they're always in contract disputes with them because it is the biggest show on TV, or at least the biggest sitcom, Bazinga. And so... Uh, I think they probably ordered it when they weren't sure if it was going to be coming back. Because it's on its last... Legs,
1: whatever it is, its This has like, ten years, guys. Yeah, we're done. I'm done. For, <laughs> like, uh. You have to root for it. You have to root for it because we know someone that works on it. So young let's Sheldon, just be nice, to young Sheldon. <laughs> oh, I'm You're fine with y- young Sheldon. Yeah. Hump it. Young Sheldon, Young Sheldon. I gotta give crush. that a chance, right? Yeah, yeah. Huge yeah. young it Sheldon fan. Camp. Hate Big Bang Theory. Love Young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my new like, bit. I can't stand the Beatles, but I, ro- yeah. I, I just roll for wheat for wings.
0: I'm a, I'm a Pete best. Beatles fan (laughs) anything anything after Pete Best is garbage
1: Mm -hmm. Um, no totally yeah I I, like I only like Tito Jackson the rest (laughs) I don't get it I don't get it Tito (laughs) Tito and Latoya I ride for them (laughs) Janet and Michael I don't see it (laughs) Not that big. Didn't see the talent. Yeah, didn't understand. (laughs) Nothing against it, just not for me. I don't get it, but I think we can all agree Tito and Latoya were the talented ones. (laughs) And I like the dad. I like (laughs) Joe. Seems like a real stand-up guy. Honestly, (laughs) wow. Have you heard the uh, quick? Have you heard the Corolla bit on Joe Jackson? Where it's like if you're beating your children that horribly, and you're a horrible person. Why grow the creepy carnival mustache <laughs> <laughs> so that we all just know you're evil. Have you ever seen yeah. just Google Joe Jackson's mustache? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. He looks evil, yeah. You look at his yeah, it's bad. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna give my oh, sharp weekly recommend. Yeah. Before I get out of here. And uh, I finally got to see a ghost story from David Lowry that oh, came out this summer. So jealous. It was um it was really good. It was definitely not what I expected it to be. Um it takes a while to get going, but once it gets going, I was really into it. And the ending and the way the narrative, and the, the writing kind of all comes comes around at the end is is great. And and I will say the ending definitely made the movie for me. So uh, I'm excited for you guys to see it. It was shot locally here in Dallas, and he he took his profits pretty much or his payday from, from Peach Dragon and went and made it. With Casey Affleck and Rooney Rooney Mara, and didn't tell anybody. You know, rented a house in Dallas that was about to be demolished to film it in. Filmed it there. Didn't tell anybody. It was just him and them two. And then everything happened. And then they announced the project after he had already wrapped it up and and done. And and he spent I think a hundred thousand on the movie. And uh, it was a really really cool kind of indie movie, a ghost story. It's not scary. It's not a horror movie. But it kind of has to do with that, uh, the supernatural and the afterlife and things like that. So um excited for you guys to see it. I can send you a private link if you want to screen it, just you guys. Sorry, ma'am fam, can't hook you guys up with it. But <laughs> I suggest uh, seeking it out and um, look out for this guy. He's doing it. His next movie so is, good, is about, I think, a bank robbery in Texas, like Texas mm, Rangers, yeah. bank robbery kind of a thing. Um, so excited to see that, too. But uh, check out a ghost story. That's my week recommend. Really cool movie poster too. Might be worth mm. having the poster just uh, just for the looks of it. But
1: cool. He's also doing a Peter Pan building.
0: P- yeah, yeah. We, we need apparently. That. <laughs> uh, apparently, well, I mean, I, I, I would, take, the, I would one, take that. I would take that so I could make twenty five ghost stories all day. You know, that's <laughs> that's probably what he's thinking there. Just do Pete's totally. Dragon again. You know, just do his own his own kind of. Uh, take on it and uh if it's anything I like pete's hope- dragon I'll, i'm in for peter pan
1: I, i'm in for peter pan if it's good you know That's yeah my i hope picture. this one uses cold place clocks <laughs>
2: <laughs> fix you this That's- time fix you oh
0: sick <laughs> all right um well have fun talking kingsman yeah and I'm looking, lo- looking forward to I'm looking it. forward to your two and a half hour conversation to justify this two and a <laughs> half hour experience in the theater but uh you guys have a good one peace Sweet. and love ma'am fam next week i'll be back and i think we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah we change we're
2: changing it to
1: maze Minions runner three yeah.
2: or um, i think
0: american Made is next american week. Made. i always Tom feel like I, baby. Yeah, I always feel like that one comes out in december i just have that it's december <laughs> in my mind and i can't get that away all right well i'm gonna go get in line for flatliners so i'll see you guys later
1: <laughs> later <laughs> see, buddy. man i'm i am i am in the i'm doing this for in the line for geostorm okay oh. cool so i feel see, you i'll see you there all right peace
0: hey ma'am fam question for you do you own a small business or are you a boss are you looking to hire awesome people but you just can't find somebody to fill that role well, let me tell you about ziprecruiter.com With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast.
1: And we are back. How's it going? Richard Barden and Brian Mm -hmm. Gill here. Mm. What up, Brian?
2: Pulled just up, celebrating up.
1: really no Kent is what I'm feeling. He's gone now. Mm-hmm. Ding dong, right. the wicked witch is dead. Uh Brian, any thoughts on just like how much you dislike Kent in general or just you want to go you want to go right into our list? <laughs> wow.
2: Well, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't want to get this the explicit tag.
1: <laughs> That's episode, true. But, That's uh, true. Yeah um so absolutely well kent is not here he couldn't get to it we talked about a little bit early in the episode these things happen sometimes people forget Mm -hmm. um we have to see every movie and sometimes you miss one and it's okay (laughs) and that's why there's three of us so that two of us can still have a conversation and sometimes one of us Mm -hmm. sometimes
2: sometimes your croquet team has a monday night game instead of a sunday night game throws the whole thing off just throws
1: off your whole when he said earlier we Mm -hmm. had a game monday night he wasn't. He doesn't go to the cowboy games, right? It was just his croquet team,
2: right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very takes. It on very one seriously. hand,
1: it's uh, kind of lame that he's on a croquet K team. On the other hand, they're very good.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard to talk trash to him about it, given yeah, they, how many championships they won. To, and that sweet
1: satin yeah. jacket. He just with points at the rafters at the, the cricket. Uh, pitch. I don't know. What do they play on? He points at the Raptors and there's like, like a 39 yeah. national banners up there and it's like, alright, Kent. Well, we can't crap on you too hard. But anyway, we are here to talk Kingsman. Uh, Brian Gill and myself, which is Kingsman Dose, I think is the official name, at least in some countries. Um, but uh, before right. we do that, Brian, I believe you have some... I'm I'm tragically unhip, unlike the band. Uh, is, it, is it Shootouts? Well, mm-hmm. shoot dude, That's what they call it okay. in foreign countries. So you've got some shout outs, which yes. ironically, tragically, Hip probably pronounces it like that because they're Canadian. Um, we've got some shout outs uh, for, for some people. So I'm going to toss it all over. I'm going to toss the croquet <clears> ball <throat> over because is that what you do? Over to you. Uh, it's funny because yeah. I've been to so many other matches and I don't know how it works. Yeah. We, well, I mean, we support him, but let's be fair. We, we're mostly there to tailgate. We normally don't make it to, to mm-hmm. the match. Yeah. The parties <laughs> yeah. are incredible at a <laughs> yeah, croquet match. So, yeah. yeah, no, no one idea. has any idea. Whew. So, that's what you're there uh, for. It's
2: like. It's weird that he exited Rockstar Life and it somehow got yeah, even no. crazier when he got into the it's croquet like leagues.
1: Just, mid to man. low level ACC football where it's just Florida. <laughs> you know, it's just. Anyway you've yeah. got, you've got some shout outs it's like a Georgia Tech <laughs> yeah, crowd Whew.
2: exactly yeah all right uh we've got some got some shout outs for our, our mm. VIP club uh, we're trying to get through the whole I don't know if you've heard about I this, haven't Richard. what we is have it a, we have a VIP club it's a it's a little club that is for VIPs uh you can sign up on our website and go to patreon uh, where you can pledge The, uh, you know, the amount of your choosing, whatever you feel like, go with what you feel. Uh, you can, and you get some cool rewards such as our throwback episodes. You get at least three throwbacks per month, plus other exclusive audio content. If you go up the list and you, uh, you want to contribute a little bit more you get a nice swag and an opportunity maybe to be on the show, things like that. Uh, we're trying to build that out as we go. And I think we're getting slowly, but surely we're getting better at it. So hopefully people are, uh, are enjoying what we're putting out on that feed? Um and if you're if you're not a VIP yet and you'd like to be, then uh you can just go to our website, madaboutmoviespodcast.com and click on the Patreon link, and uh you can get all signed up. And we'd love to we'd love to have you. So I've got a few shout-outs here for our, our lovely VIPs. Leanne Absalom, Garrett Bondront Bondrant. I don't know. I'm bon, sorry, bon, Garrett. Bon. I'm not good at saying names. Um Deanne DDA. We have a lot of listeners in Louisiana. I did not expect that when I was going through the.
1: the right Honestly, days, as a Texan, road, I didn't even know they the internet there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Given how many mean things we've said about Louisiana over the years. So I apologize for most of it. Uh, Jeremy Getty, Daniel Hammock, Karen Jasper, Dimitri Kiog, uh, Kyle McNevin, who's been on an episode at some point this year. James Olson, Michael Rivera, Nick Schweinsberg. I think I correspond with Nick a lot on on the old Twitter, and he's pretty entertaining on Twitter. Adam Smith, Stephen Vuyo, and Kurt Williams. I mean, we're all over the place. It's pretty pretty great. So we're making our way through the uh, thank you the guys shout outs so much. list, and uh, yes, seriously. Mm-hmm. We joke; it means a lot to us, for real. And we hope more and more of you will join, and we can continue to just pump that up, and, and hopefully
1: so get more. And more uh, for fun you stuff early listeners tomorrow, uh, so this we're posting this Wednesday, or we're recording this Wednesday, the twenty seventh. Uh, tomorrow is Thursday the twenty eighth, if my math is correct. Um, for you VIP we'll members and those who are kind of on the fence about it, we might have some pretty cool. The three of us are getting together for something kind of fun tomorrow, and we might have maybe a little mm. Periscope action, or a live video Sweet. Q&A, or yeah. something kind of cool uh, that may involve a, a multi-platinum band uh, that could be... That, they won't answer questions, though. We will just... <laughs> to be clear. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't want oversell, oversell it. <laughs> it.
2: Uh, LMFAO <laughs> is very serious yeah. about not answering Extremely litigious questions.
1: as well. They are very litigious. <laughs> red <laughs> foos lawyers he's he's got they're the best right um yeah. but we yeah. do have some cool Chance stuff break maybe, from that didn't plan for well, tomorrow so, so um here at the uh at casa de barden so anyway yeah cool Good stuff. good stuff so you want to talk uh, Not talk a particularly, Kingsman? no. So let's just wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> Brian, where right, can I you find later. you online? <laughs> 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 that'd, be so, that'd be such a great... We need to do that one of these oh, times. Oh, man. Where that we would say, be a great we, bit. Just like, mm, you know It's just an 11-minute yeah. episode. Yeah. No, let's talk Kingsman. <laughs> Our highest rated Brian, episode ever. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you and your general thoughts, then we'll go over to me. Okay. Uh, or not. But uh, you are... <laughs> Unlike Kent, not a huge Matthew Vaughn fan. Correct, am I correct? You're not a correct huge fan of yeah. his style. I, you like the X Men movie he did, and that's yes, pretty
2: much big. Partly for nostalgic reasons of
1: a great that night that was. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, was that movie. I watched us, that movie um, recently. And it's not as good as I remember. It. Like I honestly had it as like a thirteen out of ten in my brain, just because of that Mavs <laughs> comeback right before we went to see it right. in twenty eleven. Yeah, and it was like a, it was a solid like eight out of ten. But I was like, this isn't that mm-hmm. incredible. And I I now right. I know why. <laughs> Where, <laughs> Dirk, I Dirk in was in it. I, weird. It wasn't oh. the same without you holding yeah. me. Um. but I know, Yeah. So, I but know. that's a good movie. We can agree on that. And and he's done some cool yeah. stuff. But you're just not a huge fan of his style. Uh, and you did not care for the first Kingsman, right? You What did I don't right. remember the exact grade because I know we episode you were like mm-hmm. maybe like C plus on it or was it low? I think okay. that's
2: where I ended up. Yeah, I did. I didn't listen to our our. I was I intended to go back and listen to our episode. I don't think you were on that episode for some reason. I think it was just me and Kit, <laughs> I remember but being on it, which means um, I
1: probably wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I was yeah. pretty heavy uh, into meth. I did rewatch era. a lot of hallucinations. Right. That was a dark. It was, it was a dark, dark period. I was living yeah. in in Addison, the hotbed of <laughs> a lot of things, <laughs> and it was it was a dark time for me. But I that was when I painted uh, my best.
2: Yeah, Addison is well <laughs> yeah. known for their uh, their culinary arts and their meth. Um, you know what's it's
1: funny a about weird, Addison? It's a weird combination. Quick tangent uh addison's great because no one owns property there it's all apartments addison texas we're talking mm-hmm. about it's, a, mm-hmm. it's like the closest northern suburb of dallas it's all apartments and businesses so they collect these insane amount of of taxes but they don't have to do anything with it because like they don't have any school they have like one school because <laughs> no one lives there you know except for people in right. apartment, like young yeah. people in apartments <laughs> and so right twice a year they throw like they have the second biggest outside of chicago i think the second biggest fireworks thing on fourth of july in the country and then they throw a giant <laughs> october <laughs> and it's like maybe save some of this guys like at some point you might have to build yeah, a firehouse yeah. They're like nah let's just throw two parties a year <laughs> i always think it's like their city council they act like yeah. like the um the like Council board of a of a dormitory in in a college, <laughs> they're like, well, we have eleven thousand dollars. I think we're heading to CVS and buying a bunch of beer. They act exactly, but they're a bunch of fifty year olds, and I think it's so, I shout out to Addison. Yeah, I respect, I respect it. For it too. Yeah, they're like, it. nah, we'll just buy our fireworks yeah. and throw an authentic German <laughs> <onto their fest. laughs> It Makes I love it so much. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so strong, so strong.
2: Um. Yeah, so I rewatched I, – I didn't care so much for Kingsman Secret Service. I was definitely lower on it than, yeah, than most people. Yeah, we both were, like, I that's think. A very... I mean, you
1: were lower than me, but I think we yeah. were both – we pumped the brakes a little bit on it.
2: Right, and I know yeah. Kent was much higher on it. My It's it's interesting. I went back and rewatched after – I usually, in a movie situation like this, I typically – if I'm going to rewatch, I will rewatch – the first movie or the series or the franchise or whatever, before I go see the new one. And this, this time I did it the other way around, partly because partly because of time and partly because I was like, I don't really like that movie. I don't want to rewatch it. And then after seeing the second one, I was like, I don't remember much about the first movie. And I'm wondering if maybe that will help me yeah. appreciate the second one. Does that make sense? Cause I was just was like, this is, we'll talk about that in a second. But so I, I rewatched, it's an interesting it's an interesting movie to me because I don't. Even when we reviewed it originally, I really like maybe eighty yeah. percent, maybe even eighty-five percent of the movie. I really like it. It's it was fairly clever. I love Taryn Egerton. I think he's. I think that's a guy who could be. I don't, we don't do movie stars anymore, so I don't know that he's a movie star. But he he definitely has a lot of potential as like somebody that you can build a movie around. Did you and,
1: forget Jai Courtney exists or? <laughs>
2: I think he's like what Jai Courtney aspired, like what people think he, what somebody, not people, what one person thinks Jai Courtney is. Do you think Uh, he demanded to watch Jai Courtney movies on that private jet to Maine? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, I'll give the dark tower a good
2: review, but first, um, (laughs) you got to show me the, just the Jai Courtney scenes from suicide squad. Um, yeah, I, I like I like a, a good chunk of the movie. It's just that the lows I I loathe I loathe that that last ten or fifteen percent or whatever. It's just the church scene um, is not something that I care for, and the same with like head exploding at the end. And I I really dislike Samuel L. Jackson's yeah. character. Like I, I and having now having seen the second one with another would be quirky villain like i i get what they're trying to do she's a mother to all of us first on paper (laughs) right on paper i i appreciate this kind of it is very bond villainy but to a yeah absurd level and stuff but it's i don't feel like it's nearly at least for me it's not nearly as endearing and fun as it's supposed to be. Like it's as, and as Samuel L. Jackson maybe is having with that, that role, it's just not as fun to me. So the stuff I didn't like, I really don't like, I, I liked it a little bit more than I did originally in part because of the, having seen a sequel, um, that feels much less inspired than the first one did like i I think the first one for all of its faults and me not really caring for it like i i feel like there was something there that just in the spirit of the movie and in the execution and stuff that's that's missing from the second one so i had a weird experience of being i i rarely will there are very few times we get this question every once in a while if somebody asks us like is there a movie that you hated Mm -hmm. originally and then came to love it and, and vice versa. I'm, I will like my appreciation levels will go up or down, but there's, unless it's a straight comedy, comedy is a little different. Cause that can totally depend on your mood and just, um, how the jokes hit you at the time. There's very rarely a non like straight comedy that I really mm-hmm. dislike first time around and, 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 come around on later. And this was, I won't say I'm coming or I came around on it but I appreciated more of the highs than I did originally. But again, that's partly in light of this the sequel that just, just I don't know, it's kind of hard to no, explain. Yeah. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it, but doesn't it just kind of feel like it's a little off or something? Like there's just something missing from the equation to
1: me. Yeah, I, it's, uh, it's interesting that I, I, I thought of a weird comp to this that they maybe should have gone down the road of. Uh, which would have made a little more sense but granted this made a ton of money so they weren't wrong in making a mm-hmm. sequel to it because it's made especially overseas it's just crushed so remember major league <laughs> so major league comes out it's it's one of my favorite movies it's so funny and good and everything and then they, and they but the one thing you could say about it is that this wasn't for a really universal audience because it's really kind of a crass script Ah, uh, the same could be said about the Kingsman mm-hmm. with the violence. It's like you, like with Brian, you capture eighty percent of people are going to love eighty percent of this. We're going to make an artistic choice with twenty percent of this, and that may offend a lot of people. Well, not offend, but they won't enjoy it. Maybe, right? Right. I feel sure. like they, if they're going to do a sequel to this, they should have just made PG thirteen Kingsman. Like that mm-hmm. would have been more yeah. interesting. Like if you're going to kind of cop out and just kind of do the same notes again. Like at yeah. least mm-hmm. take it down a little bit of a notch so that twelve year olds can go see it and kind of have their intro to this, right? Um, like, because that's what Major League did. Major League. Have you ever seen Major League Two? It's just Major League plus an Asian guy minus the f bombs. Otherwise, it's the exact mm-hmm. same plot, the exact same movie. They're like, right. cool. We should have. 10. That's how I I saw Major League Two before I saw Major League when I was like ten. Cause it sure yeah. That then when I was like drug old enough, yeah. and I happened to cross it on HBO, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this is way better." But I I am now old enough to understand it so I feel like that if you I kept I don't know why I thought like that would have been the move would have just been mm-hmm. like for some suit. Yeah. But Matthew Vaughn is is a weird person in that he's obviously crazy talented. He seems. Mm-hmm. A little over the place, but he's capable of, like you said, these really high highs. And this movie has a few of them. There's a few pieces of this which are great. There's an inspired cameo, I thought. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, by far the best part of the movie. Of the yeah. movie. Uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff in it. He's a little bit... he He's weird because he can, he can fluctuate between Quentin Tarantino and Joe Carnahan in like... Eight seconds is that mm-hmm, the guy's name? Mm-hmm. The guy that smoking sure. aces. Mm-hmm, yeah, he can like he's this yeah. weird hybrid where like every he's Tarantino for like six minutes, then he's like Sam Mendes Bond for six minutes, and then he's Joe Carney, and You're just like, oh, this is terrible. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's 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 a very uneven movie. It's not a much like Kingsman One though. It's a little bit worse just because it's derivative. It's not bad um, whatsoever. I didn't. I've seen yeah. so much like. We've seen so much worse this year, but I always try to like I always try oh, to look yeah, at it yeah, through yeah. the lens of not everyone has to see every movie like you and I do. And mm-hmm. so sure. what would is it worth for them to go out once every month to go see this? Honestly, I think it might right. be. Just cause it's like fun enough. Yeah. Like it's a yeah, entertaining so that, when I thought about movie. it in that yeah. context, I was like, that raised my grade of it a bit. Um So it was it's certainly it's certainly fun. And there's some it's like it's. It's cool enough of a property where the cast... It's weird. It's like it's a cool enough property where you can cast really cool people in it, which thus makes it a cool property. It's like this vicious cycle, Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. kind of a chicken and the egg thing. I'm I'm watching this. I'm like, is this good, or do I just like these people? Well, if I like these people, that means it's good. So I'm sitting there having these weird philosophical arguments with myself because I'm an insane person. And I I probably, to be (laughs) fair to everyone around me, I should probably not have them out loud. But that's just who I am. I'm a talker. I do look when you (laughs) run out the entire theater. I do do a podcast. People, here's my business card. Uh, So that that's true. But this is a there's going to probably be a third because this has done well. There's some stuff to break down uh, a bit from it. I thought bringing it kind of stateside was interesting. Um, There's some cool parallels there. I thought it was it's it's such a fun kind of airplane movie. So it's hard to really crap all over Mm -hmm. it but there's a lot to dislike and and i'll shut up now and let you go through that so you can take the blame and no i
2: i i'm totally i'm totally with you it's a (laughs) it's a weird one to it's a weird one to review and to critique because it's in some ways it's like insulated against critique like it's this is a it's a franchise film that is it's smarter than this universe is smarter than like the Transformers movies, you know, or, or a lot of the blockbuster type films. And so it's, it's better than that. It's got a kind of a built-in audience at this point. I don't think this is an, I mean, at some point this runs out, but you could probably do five of these and it's going to be, it's going to be fine and they're all going to make money. And some people will really love them and some people won't. I know the the Rotten Tomato score, the first one was 74% and this one's 50%. So it may have worn out a little bit with with critics, but in some ways that, that almost mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Um yeah.
1: as far as the way that this was an old but school movie I, I feel like, like we're gonna shoot yeah, two cool yeah, explosions, totally. Channing Tatum, Colin Firth, people that have inspired a lot of goodwill, mm-hmm. property that you know and maybe had fun with. This thing could have been twelve on Rotten Tomatoes and probably made eighty percent as much money. Like it's the weird sure. there's this one little glitch in the Rotten Tomato has ruined the box office. Uh, universe that we now live in, where if you get these two or three things right, you can make a flaming turd, which this isn't, and it'll still do really well. I think I (laughs) you I think you're totally right there. Sure,
2: sure. But uh, having watched both of these movies within you know forty eight hours of each other, it's like I'm not. I I don't I don't like this these movies. Like I'm not. I like I said I rewatched Kings the first one for the first time since theaters. I imagine. I won't rewatch this one again until and unless the third one comes out and I'm just trying to remind myself or whatever. Like, I don't have any real disdain for it, but it's not something that I really care about either. Um, but I I kind of want to. Like, I want to be more into this than I, than I am. I feel like there's... I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like there's a there's a Kingsman movie somewhere in here, maybe not in this movie necessarily, or the first one is, but like within the Kingsman universe, I feel like they're going to get it right at some point. It's just not there yet for me. And this, the first one was a little too Matthew vaughn and out there and like, look, Quentin, look what I can do to (laughs) me. Like, and then this one was a little too, uh, well, we're gonna do a sequel and I guess we'll just kind of see how that plays. And so I'm interested in this universe, but I got at some point I gotta get a movie that that really gets it for me and gets it right and uh, we're, we're we're not there yet're you're, you're right. I liked <laughs> I all the characters and the various actors and stuff uh part for me part of the issue is... I don't think it spins, and I think it's a little ADD, and that's part of Matthew Vaughn's problem as a director. To me, is he's just a little and, bit. And part ADD of that's a stylistic
1: choice, we should say. Sure, but that's on purpose. 100%. I think.
2: Sure, sure. I think that plays out poorly when you have it. I don't. I'm try. I tried really hard to think of an example of this, and I just couldn't come up with something before the show. But when you have a movie that has the first movie has. Mm, like six leads maybe. And that includes uh, the girl with the blades legs that she wasn't, she's not really a character or an actor. She's like a set piece essentially. And so you have that and then you get it. It's successful. So you get a sequel. Well then, you know, you have to amp it up. You have to, to, to go bigger and, and stronger and faster and whatnot. And so now you're adding, Channing Tatum and you're adding Jeff Bridges and you're adding Halle Berry and all these other pieces. And when to me, when you combine all of these faces and these names that people know and that potentially people, like I talked to multiple people who said, I don't really care for the first movie, but Channing Tatum's in this one. And so I kind of want to see it for that, you know? So when you've got all these new faces and names that are being brought in, and then you combine that with a director who I think is a little bit ADD. I got to a place where I was like, can you can you just stop moving? Can you stop moving for just a second? Like, just sit down and let me... I really, I'm enjoying Taron Egerton with Mark Strong. This is fun, and I like this dynamic. Okay, cool, like, let's stay with this for... Nope, nope, we gotta bring in Colin Firth. Okay, all right, and then now I'm trying to settle into Taron Egerton with Colin Firth, and after a while, like, that gets into a groove, and I'm like, cool, sweet, all right, now now we found where... And then he, you know, we've gotta switch. And I understand, every movie, you gotta, you gotta change scenes and different characters and all this sort of stuff but in this one i just felt like it was it's a little bit over but nobody nobody here was unwelcome it's not like spider-man 3 we were like you know why is sandman in this movie and how um, dare you so <laughs> oh dude by the way mike <laughs> cooper loves spider-man and i am dying for spider-man homecoming to be out on dvd and blu-ray so that hopefully that can be the one that he's just obsessed with and we can stop watching he is super into spider-man 3 and boy oh boy that is so that's on in my house at least once a week and i'm our I'm gonna raindrops die. i can't do it it's just. <laughs> So bad, dude. It's so bad that oh man. Uh, anyway, that's a little tangent. But gosh, I feel like I know Spider-Man three better than any other by movie the, right now, and it's kind of. By the way, for those of you that don't listen every
1: episode, Cooper is a is is Brian's roommate. Uh, right? Yeah, he's yeah, forty-one no, years I, old. Made-up kind of a sad life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't.
2: That's why we don't do a video here at my house. Uh, house, quote unquote. Um. Yeah, it's it's just it was a little it gets to be a little too much, and then you get into stuff where it's like, hey, Channing Tatum's like not in this movie at all, and he was advertised pretty extensively, and that's Seems not necessarily his move Matthew Vaughn's fault, by but these like <laughs> it kind give of me it billing, I'll kind give of is yeah. right, right, and so I was a little taken aback by them casting Channing Tatum, and then I mean, quite literally putting him on ice for the vast majority of the movie and stuff. so I don't know, it's, it's not there to me. It's for me, it's not there. Other people may have enjoyed it more. I clearly, I'm not like the target audience, given that I don't really love the first one. And some people really do, but I want to, I want to be engaged in this universe. And I just, at some point, I don't know what I don't know exactly what needs to happen to to make that come to pass for me, but this is not this is not it, and and I think it's a little bit of a step, uh, in the wrong direction. Uh, it's just it's it's not like you said it's not bad at all, but it's not it doesn't have the same kind of, um, inspiration and the same kind of edge that the first one had, which seems like a strange criticism for me given that you know, the edgy parts of the first one were the stuff This is the stuff that I disliked. But in hindsight, I almost would rather have some of that stuff back because it would make it a little bit less cookie cutter.
1: No, absolutely. And, and I think, uh, you're, you're, you're not wrong there whatsoever. It, it's, it's a lose, lose in a sense with the, with these sequels. Of if you make it too much alike, if you make it too different, you're going to get idiots like us, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. broadcasting on public access, which by the way, big shout out, <laughs> channel seven for always (laughs) simulcasting this and news channel eight yeah uh but uh it's (laughs) it 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 is a little bit of a lose-lose i'm interested if if they did a third would vaughn do it as he set the the, or is is this like his thing but or is he gonna set kind of the world up and let i don't know yeah he he's on as he's
2: listed right now as the director but that You know, that's, they don't have a release date even for it. So it could be, uh, that could change quickly, you know? So who, who knows? I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the plan is on that front. And and from just kind of reading through interviews and stuff, it, it seems like, it seems to me at least like everyone, like Taron Egerton and Colin Firth, most of the people involved in this movie are also a little, not super sure about where this is headed and what we're what we're doing, and that 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 gives me a little pause, yeah. as well. Of just like, well, if you guys don't, I mean, not that I would expect that every one of the people involved in this like knows that you know we have this plotted out for six movies, and here's what it's gonna look like, and blah 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 blah. But usually in this situation, when the star of a franchise film is out doing the press tour and stuff, they're very. Typically, at least it's it's very much like, oh, I love this character in this series and I'd be happy to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this one, it seems like they're all kind of like, eh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how this I don't know how this is going to play out for for future movies. And that's that's a strange circumstance.
1: Uh, yeah, no, it's it's, you know, it's Colin Firth has a really weird post King speech career because he's at this oddly odd zenith and not he hasn't done much you know and I think <laughs> sure and uh, he, he he is someone that he has kind of he's like the Brit- <laughs> he's like the British Jason Siegel he's kind of like also the female version of Carlo Jugino Gino where women are all they're all super down with Colin Firth and Jason Siegel for whatever reason and, and they're cool <laughs> that we don't realize that but I'm on to you women um <laughs> We can all talk Tatum all we want. Yeah. We know where the money's made, and uh, we all have our <laughs> secrets. But uh, so he he has this huge amount of goodwill with you know fifty percent of humans, or fifty one percent, whatever it's at mm-hmm. now. I haven't checked. I only check the stats at midnight every night. It's not we're not quite there. Um, constantly. Brian knows I'm really up on population, uh, but the uh, he he he, but he doesn't really use which I admire but he could be a really huge movie right, star. Right. It's weird that he does one movie star property and it's this. <laughs> mm. it's this. <laughs> but he doesn't yeah. really seem yeah. to be into it, but he'll do it. Uh mm-hmm. kind of kind of interesting cuz he's he's a big star. He's a w- global you know, he's Mr. Darcy for God's sake, you know, to a uh, a huge mm-hmm. part of right. huge part of the world. So he's he's uh he's an interesting cat. He's one I always forget about. If I were the name you know 50 actors I probably would not get to Colin Firth though I should I might I might get to Clive sure. Owen before Colin Firth and which is of course absurd <laughs> Ugh, how dare you don't you bring up Clive Owen I thought this I know, was a safe space so what were so let's talk we'll go into spoiler territory the, the let's just I don't even care about the end let's just talk about the cameo awesome spoiler <laughs> alert Spoiler yeah. alert! bail yeah. now just run away rip your buds out yeah. throw your beats in the water um, if you're listening on a speaker, swallow it, uh, we're about to get into, into uh spoiler territory, but that was man. Elton's the man. He's your European treasure, man. That's <laughs> just, that was awesome.
2: That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, every, you kind of, I thought, I don't know how you went with this, but. I thought that, that original that first cameo was going to be it, yeah. you know. And then a few scenes later, he's, he's just sitting outside of the dog. Yeah, he's <laughs> the doggy doors. Just was he's such a strange looking guy. It's, it's he so, is well, anyway. I think he is
1: because of his um, incredible, incredible talent, um, and his amazing charity work that he does is so underrated and how funny he is and has always been I think Elton John is like the most criminally underrated funny person of like the last fifty years he's always funny every time you ever see him talk but you never think of him that way because he's you know he's elton John he's sir Elton John but he's he's funny in every way you would want him to be and he's so good in this and i wish i hope I'm glad that he doesn't do a lot of this I just wish he had and I'm glad he only traded on it once right. I just wish he had traded on it in something. But they did do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So I mean I can't if I read that yeah. in the script, I'm probably doing yeah. it if I'm him too. He's he's the best though. He's, sure. He's awesome. If you ever yeah. find it, he has he's my all-time favorite inside the actor studio guest. Um have you ever seen that one, Brian? No. Oh. It's fabulous uh-huh, I because no. he's in kind of a bad mood, which bad mood Elton is the funniest thing ever, because <laughs> he's kind of grumpy. <laughs> he's hysterical, and then he does this thing where they he talks about his songwriting process. And for those of you that don't know, um, he does not write lyrics uh Bernie Taupin and he's at Tim Rice he's had a lot of uh collaborators that write lyrics and he explains how he does that and he says well I just sort of um doesn't take long a couple minutes i, I someone brings me lyrics a sheet of lyrics and I, I set it up and I I sit at the <laughs> piano and I just... Right, he's a genius. I mean, he's a he's an actual genius, right. and he just sort of comes up with these insane melodies and harmonies, and then it's done in like four and a half minutes. He goes, "I can do it to anything." Does anyone have a book or anything? And <laughs> <laughs> and he's again kind of grouchy. And someone has, and the whole episode's great. But you can find this clip on YouTube. Some uh, kid, because it's inside the after studio, they're 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 uh, graduate students, I think. Or they're students of some kind in the in the actor studio, and has a book of plays, and he says that that's fine, and they <laughs> they hand it to him, and he sets it up on the piano, and he walks over to the piano. He's wearing like a weird dress, almost thing, but it's like a suit and tie at the same time. It's a marvelous piece of clothing that it's something only Elton could wear. <laughs> but you're so glad he's wearing it, and uh, he sets at the piano, and he literally makes a, song, a ballad using only the. The things from this play and he even sings the scene direction so it's like and jason <laughs> turns to mark and and it's perfect like it fits in this perfect timing thing he does it on the spot and you're like oh well some people are geniuses you know you get to actually see the uh oh he <laughs> right, has this talent right. that no one else has and he makes a couple of really crass jokes during it and it's it's awesome so definitely definitely youtube that fantastic listener and brian it's uh it's fantastic yeah. but uh he also doubles as creepy yes, Kent, which I there, really, I really Brian, love. <laughs> Brian has a few. There's a. We'll put it up, Brian. You have to put it up. Where? There's yeah, a, I'll have to find. I that, forgot yeah. what record it is. It's a mid seventies one, but he looks like one. Kent's yeah. creepy twin. <laughs>
2: like yeah, Kent, and it's awesome. And I think Kent hates whenever I bring it up, I, which, but, it but Richard loves. Makes it. me laugh. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's many things that. Richard and I do as bits that can't hate, and we just, but it only fuels us. the
1: fire, my brother. All right. Well, well, we'll kind of, we'll, we'll wrap this up here. Final thoughts. Um, this obviously is going, this is open ended for a, mm-hmm. uh, a series, which is fine. Um, I'm fine yeah. with that. Uh, is it something I, the other way I started to think about it is like, now that I'm two of these in, so I said, it's, is it, is it a movie I would tell someone that sees one movie a month or one movie every three months to see? I probably would. Now, the other thing I'll weigh out it, which weighs mm-hmm. it down a bit is if I, if, if we get rid of this podcast, which if 10 of you don't join VIP by tomorrow, I swear to God we will. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we're moving straight into the threat phase. of <clears throat> um, no, but, uh, if we got rid of this podcast, in January and then in 2 years this came out which by the way earlier Kent was like wow they made the sequel too late i don't think they could have made it much faster kento i got to disagree with you there um but regardless uh they if they made another one and we weren't doing the podcast would i go see it i don't think i would i think i'm good but i hate mm. everything so
2: and i like yeah, my house yeah. so I like where i live uh, That's what i like yeah so- <laughs> No, I'm with you. But if I, it was on Netflix, you know, I've like. been. Sure, sure. It It is kind of TNT. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it made the round. It should. On, we on should TNT. run TNT, by the way. Um, I know. This this has a lot of that. Bones, but, basketball, you know, stuff. I clock. would give. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'll give it one more. Outside regardless of podcast. I think it's really hard to do a second movie. Second movies are the hardest if you're doing a franchise because, and I think this one fell into all the traps that I don't, that you want to try to avoid in a second movie in a franchise. Like the first hour is mostly a rehash of what happened in the first film. And that's pro I'm going to guess that's probably fine. If you care about the first movie, And I don't, I just don't care. It's not a movie that I really, that I've rewatched five or six or 10 times. And thus I spent the first hour being either bored with like, okay, I get it. I've seen this already. Let's move on or confused because I didn't really remember (laughs) what had happened before. And so I just think. It's, again, you, you you have that sort of, that's going to happen with the second movie if it's not done real tight. So now the third movie, if we come back for the third movie and we're still going to spend time... I hate when books do that, too. I, you're more of a book reader than I, but, like, if I'm in a series of books and I am 100 pages in and... All that has happened is basically a recap of what happened in the previous book. I'm out. I don't care anymore because I read the previous book. Assumes you know. Yes, he (laughs) never does it. Yeah, exactly. Just trust us that we know, or and write the book or the movie or whatever in a way that where it doesn't really it doesn't matter that much, you know. Um, But regardless, I, I just. I want to see what can happen with the third movie. I like, I did kind of like where this ended with this comb- you know, this partnership between the Kingsmen and the Statesmen and, and would hope that if this gets, when this gets to a third movie that we'll get more Channing Tatum, cause that never hurts. But um, it, it's, it's a strange, it's, it's an interesting and, and weird theater experience. You're totally right. If, if, if you only go see a movie, if you have date night once a, once a month and you've got a babysitter for the kid, uh, you can certainly do a whole lot worse than uh, than this one right here. But if you're, I, I have a hard time believing that there's going to be nearly as many people who are just super pumped for Kingsman two as there as they were for you know fanboy is uh, as they were for 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 Kingsman number you know whatever that was called Secret Service. Um, it just doesn't have the same. To me, it doesn't have the same likability or or accessibility that that we can, verve. Uh, in the first one. Yeah. Uh, outside of Sorrel. Absolutely. John,
1: That's great. Fantastic. And I apologize. If we spoiled that for you, but we, uh, we try not to. And uh, so deal with it.
2: Yeah. He's on, the, he's he is on, on the poster. poster. So his, if your name
1: appears on the poster, then it's good to go.
2: What did you think of Julianne Moore real quick? And we can be done with first, this. What was, first off, what was she's a mother to
1: all there? of us. Um, <laughs> secondly, I love two things about Julianne Moore. Number one, she's in Boogie Nights. Number two, um, she's a big NBA fan. Um and number mm-hmm. three, she was on thirty rocks. So I really like her, even though I don't like her in much. So I, I'm not but I would refuse to say any bad things about her. Because of those three sure. things. Because I, I like her so much as a human and I think her and I would be great friends. And I think she'd be a cool older sister to me. And so I'm not gonna say that I didn't like her, but I think you can understand what I'm getting at here. But I adore her.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, as sure, sure. Um, I did not appreciate her much in this movie. She's a. It, it's not. I really don't think it's her much in the same way that I didn't think it was Samuel L. Jackson with the first. She one has a
1: little bit of Samuel Jackson in her that uh she. I don't think no is in her vocabulary much, even if she's not particularly right for the role. Sure, which is awesome 100%. about her. Yeah, she's working and. You know what? For a female in Hollywood, that's over forty, she might be over fifty. Actually, I don't know where she is. She's somewhere in there. That's great, and take every role you can get because there's only about two of them a year. Um. So again, right. love Joanne Moore. I I love her. So she was she was yeah. in this movie, and I'm happy <laughs> she was because I'm big sis yeah. looking out. Good Irish girl too, which I like about her. Better. Yeah. Yeah,
2: at some point, if they're going to keep doing these movies, they're going to have to. I I think that's the thing that has to pick up for me. For me personally, <laughs> is this a Marvel know movie what everybody else? Is way, how bad the villains are? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You you got it. I think they, the deal is if they're going to do Marvel movies, can get away with it because no one's going to see the Marvel movies for the villains. And not that that's a weird way to say that. I think I think these movies hinge a lot on this quirky, fun, weird villain. And when I'm not when I'm not personally into either of the characters that they've created so far, it, that's the thing that if you can improve that, I feel like these movies go up three notches for me. If I can get, if you can get that right for me personally, that would be, Agreed.
1: That would be beneficial. Agreed. But, so final grade, yeah. Brygat. Anyway.
2: You know, I graded, I think I graded the first one out as a C plus, which seemed fair, but now having seen this i feel like this is a c plus movie so i'll say this is a c plus and i'm gonna bump up three years removed i'm gonna bump up uh kingsman one to like a straight okay. b i guess because i think it is quite a bit better how
1: about you? i'm gonna say this is a b minus i think i liked it slightly more actually it's not true it's about a c but elton john's awesome in it so that bumps it up too two grades i'm gonna go b minus on this uh kent's grade. i think kent will probably see this so look forward to kent's grade um in episodes to come but uh brian enjoyed it enjoyed the talk good breakdown uh hopefully i would recommend this uh to people go see it it's certainly fun um and uh and yeah enjoy i think you know it's i think matthew vaughn eventually is gonna make a movie you and i really like and really love and I look forward to that I think Mm -hmm. he's someone that's really talented Uh, so Mm -hmm. as he kind of hones that you know he can he can make movies that were sort of set up to dislike but he's so talented that we ended up being fine with them I can't wait till he does something Mm. we really like and uh, and uses his talents for good instead of mediocre but that's
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think at this point for me, layer cake, which is his first movie is, is the one that I, I appreciate the most. And it's because it's the most, it feels like he's the most at home and just like, I'm here, this is what I do. And, and I look back on that, which is from, I think it was came out in 2004. And I'm, I'm a little disappointed at where he's come just because I'm like, that was a great start. And I haven't really loved what we've gotten since then, but you know, I'm weird a lot of people really appreciate what he's doing. So that is what it is.
1: Absolutely. Cool. Well, uh, Hey, bright guy, what do you say? We hit a recommend real quick and then, uh, go on with our lives. Do it. Weekly recommends. All right, we are back. It's recommend time. This is the time I look forward to the most uh, because this is the only media I ingest. Some things that you can't recommend to me. Brian, what is your recommend for the week? I'm going to reiterate my
2: my recommend from a couple weeks ago first because that's been the bulk of my my uh, extra mm-hmm. time, and that's Curb. Curb's coming up. Curb season nine, right? The new, yeah, the new season? it is. Okay. So I'm in season six right now. Or no, season, I haven't gotten, I'm like the very end of season five right now. So I'm getting, I'm getting close to Leon. I can, I can feel it. You can, Um, (laughs) oh my God. I'm excited. So So, happy for you. yes, look, it's been fantastic. So definitely get on that.
1: I I think. Over, under, or properly rated? Oh. Has it. I would say in, At least to how in your brain how you thought it would be how much oh, you much, thought you would like it. It's much
2: better than I than I thought yeah. it would be. Because I, I just I thought it would be a little I, I just expected more Seinfeld. And again, yeah, I don't want people sending me angry emails. Like Seinfeld's great. I respect it. It's it's just I can't handle whining. Whining just wears me down. Yeah. So anyway, this is way more fun. And to your point we've talked about I don't know if we've talked about it on the air, but like all these crazy situations that Larry's in, and I'm like, yeah, but he's he's right. Like, he's, he's always he's, right, he's, and it makes you question right. everything yeah. about yourself. I'm like,
1: so, oh no, I'm the Larry in my life. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. So definitely get on that. I think we're, we'll do some kind of a curb episode, maybe at the end of season nine or
1: yeah, let's like do that. it. So I would love that. So it'll yeah, be a four hour long one. Totally, it's <laughs> yeah. it's so he's incredible. I mean, the the the, the sort of circuitous writing. And Seinfeld has the same thing good story all does but the way the humor on that show is always so story driven Mm -hmm. is unbelievable and the fact that everything comes back around sometimes in obvious ways sometimes in really great left turn ways is he's a genius it's unbelievable that
2: maybe is the most amazing thing about the whole series to me is the way especially in an era when that was not being done anywhere no one was doing that where you carry a bit over for three or four or five episodes <laughs> or an entire season, no one was doing that at that time at all, and especially in comedy. And so, uh, man, that's Kerb <laughs> has the rare great. thing
1: too, which is like the final level of comedy to me is I call it the pre-laugh. Mm-hmm, yeah, when you start laughing before the joke, yeah, you is know hit you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you don't even, yeah, you know, but that makes it sound like the writing's bad. You don't really know what's coming, but you. Your whole sensory system is telling you you're about to start right. laughing uh-huh. yeah. for reasons you don't even really understand yeah. yet, and you just in that show he's really good at generating mm-hmm. those moments. Well,
2: there's times like some say, episodes you can like you can feel it within the first three minutes of. Like, <laughs> I, I know generally that this I don't know what's going to happen, but this is going to come back to bite him in the butt. Like somehow yeah. this is going to come back yeah. around.
1: Yeah, and there's no better words in the English language with than when him turning and then turning back and saying, "Let me ask you a question." <laughs> So let me ask you a question you yes. always know you're about to die. It's fantastic. It's That's fantastic. Uh, so uh <laughs>
2: anyway, so if you're if you're like me and you haven't uh you haven't seen the show the new season starts October first, and yep, uh, we'll sundown. probably do a we'll we'll do an episode on it some some fashion. So uh, you might you might want to get on. It's not it's a lot of episodes because it's eight seasons, but that's only like eighty episodes. So get you know it's not yeah. and they're thirty minutes, and you can so and it it does go pretty it's fast, It's
1: pretty so. bingeable. I mean, it does wear
2: you out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I take you can do, but you can do three
1: at a time. Mm-hmm, sure, it's three at a timeable. Sure, I would definitely. say
2: so so get on that Uh, but my weekly recommend this week is going to be Wonder Woman that came out on Blu-ray streaming all that sort of stuff in the last couple weeks so pick that up uh, and got to Coop my son or my roommate depending on
1: which version of history (laughs) 40 year old yeah he's rough He's rough around the edges but he has a good heart. Yeah, it's just and I just wish like, he'd get a job. I just
2: could you wear pants sometimes? Like I don't know. Yeah. Just especially yeah. when I have company over. Um I prefer that though. <laughs> it's a nice treat uh, for yeah. all the senses. No, uh my Superhero son underwear <laughs> I didn't take him to see Wonder Woman in theater, so I was excited. He loves superhero movies, obviously, and so I was super excited to to show it to him, and it uh, holds up. It holds up really well. It's I, I would probably... I think I gave it a straight A when we saw it. I'd probably bring it down just a tad on second viewing, now that the excitement of DC actually making a good movie has kind of worn off a little bit, but, but she's great. Chris Pine's great. Um, movies is still a lot of fun and and has the right tone that DC somehow is going to ruin for the rest of time, I think. So so yeah, it's, uh, it's good, man. It's, it's fun.
1: No, it's, it's stellar. And you didn't take him to see that because you took him to Baywatch that weekend. Oh, right. That's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can't can't hate on you for that. Yeah. Great. He needs to know what
2: happens if you get your junk stuck in a, in a beach chair.
1: Life lessons. That's why I miss that stuff because you know I just I just never learned those lessons from my dad. So anyway, so my recommend is going to be, and I'm going to go with you, kind of echo a classic, um, I suppose, kind of non traditional sitcom that's back recently. It's been two episodes in now, and it's uh, stellar. And I gotta I gotta recommend South Park. South Park's been uh, really interesting, really funny. The first two episodes, they're kind of going back to telling these instead of these political they were very good at that train matter great but uh, telling these sort of allegorical stories within the school and letting them mirror current events is the best way for them to handle those current events and uh, it's really smart and brave and stupid and silly and funny as it always is when it's good so I'm gonna reckon I don't know if you've heard of it show called South Park
2: I'm not familiar but uh, yeah I'll look it up sure yeah
1: (laughs) one of these days it's a good cartoon so you can get coop on it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's good. It's good. Cool. That's what I'm looking cool. for is a family comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, until next time, Brian, where we are talking, what are we? Oh, we're talking American made. Yes. Cruise. Actually. cruise already, I'm already going to give it an a plus. So Looks let's like, just spoil alert for next week. But Brian, until then, where can I find you online?
2: You can find me on the Twitter Beagle 12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the mad about movies podcast newsletter. Make sure which, is which imminent. yeah, it's coming. Get ready. Um, and make sure you know you follow all the uh, all the various social medias of us. Yeah, mad Mo- at mad about movies on Twitter, mad about movies podcast on Instagram, mad about movies podcast on Facebook. Be in the VIP club, like we're mm-hmm. we're all over the place. We're so. pretty cool guys. Yeah,
1: pretty 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 pretty, pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, you can find me on all social media. i Richard Barden. You can find me on the Mad About Movies podcast newsletter. You can also find the show on the podcast downloading platform of your or listening platform of your choice but if you listen on itunes hop on there and give us a review the reviews have slowed down a bit over the last couple months and uh, i know it's silly to ask for but when we're we run these little ads on here and this is a big thing they look for are these Mm -hmm. itunes reviews so give us five stars and write something yeah it doesn't have to be even that nice about us i mean it would be great if it is uh, but if you want to just make a little joke about the show and give us five stars that's fine we don't care just nothing anything that helps the show out we do two of these a week and that helps a lot um, we don't ask much people we don't ask much at all you can find Kent on all social media at Kent Garrison or Slenderman and you can find the show at Mad About Movies, uh, or, uh, man about Movies at, on Twitter uh, so that's about it it's been fun Brian yeah man I've enjoyed it good to talk to you yeah well, I guess I wish. Yeah, whatever. Contractually well, obligated I, to say nice I'll things. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Are you ready to rock? I'm so ready and to rock. Or, and or disco, mm. depending on what tracks mm. are played. <laughs> yeah, I have no
2: idea what to expect. I'm
1: super stoked. Me either, but my my face is painted. Uh, no, for any of those listening at home, Brian and I are going to a uh, an Uncle Cracker concert tomorrow, so we're super psyched. <laughs> so... so. I'm wearing my denim jacket with the American flag
2: lining on the inside. Cool.
1: First off, Richard, that's future Supreme Court <laughs> justice, uncle cracker. <laughs> so, show, watch some your mouth. <laughs> show some respect. Show some respect. Oh no. Okay. Well, this has been enough. Um, we'll see you guys. Oh, I don't know how to do this. Uh, we'll see you at the uh, at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs Ha, 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 ha But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face They're making me yeah, yeah. They're calling again